welcome to Our Lot in Block 5, the podcast for Gooners by Gooners. Or should I say, good day, Stuart Izzard. Good day, Matt. We are having an Australian special uh, due to the fact that uh, Matt Ryan played his first game for Arsenal. I don't know when uh, John Rubin you is sound like You sound like a Geordie, mate. <laughs> I could never get it right, can I? I was trying to do an Anton <laughs> Deck impression at the weekend. And I was like, oh, all right there, I'm Anton Deck. What would you like to do? Like? <laughs> <laughs> and we got John Rubin with us. Hello, John. Hey, Janelle. Oh, good day, John. Cough, uh, like shit. Before you before you start before yeah. you start, um, I just so all the listeners know, happy birthday for yesterday, Matt. Oh, thank you. Yes, yeah, same much. birthday, thank fella. You. Same uh, birthday as um, Chris Rock, no comedian. Yeah. Um, He's not funny either. <laughs> 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 he does have a funny laugh. That's all I need is my funny laugh. <laughs> so um, we have played two games, and and it's been. And a let's very... just go straight on to uh, <laughs> fire yeah, John. John's fifty-fifth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, we've got a few <laughs> things coming up. We've got Australian Quickfire John, and we've got um, a neighbour's right. stupid machine, and we've got a special Australian quiz. So, uh, looking forward to all that. But first, another load of oh, shit, I'm going to get Neil Poirot. <laughs> <laughs> I really could be as well. So, um, let's have a chat about our terrible football team. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things, I'll you know. What, to be is, honest, honestly, games just fuck. Both games are just fucked by referendums. Well, not the Villa one, I suppose. But end of the day, it just is what it is. You got to. You know, you just got to wipe your mouth of it and hopefully move on to the next game and do your best, you know? Yeah, and I think, but you know what? It, we were absolutely outstanding in the first half against Wolves. And it was like... Could have been at four up. Yeah, I mean, it was like literally everything turned on a brush of the knee against the the the, the stud of a, the striker, really, didn't it? Yeah. Crazy. I just sat there at the full-time whistle, just going, well, not not by then, actually, but by the time that Moutinho and then um, bloody Leno coming out and down to yeah. nine men, it was yeah. like, where, where is this game? How has it got to hit this point? You, you were just dumbfounded with it because we played some really good football. I mean, um, I'll tell you one thing, just, Stuart. When they were we were down down to nine men, they were still shit scared of us. Yeah, they refused to risk anything, really, didn't they? They were knocking the ball around their back four, and they just didn't really want to attack us. They just wanted to hold onto the ball. Yeah, and we had the best yeah. chance in the last ten minutes when Aubameyang had a shot, didn't he? And then uh, did he have a shot? And then. I mean, you couldn't. You couldn't oh, listen. I, don't know. I, mean, it I was think crazy. John said. John said then that 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 was done by refereeing decisions. Some right, some wrong, mm. um, and it, and it totally changed the game. Totally, totally changed that game of football. I mean, was it the last? Pretty much the last kick of the half, wasn't it? You go in at one nil up, eleven v eleven. You'd have looked at that and gone, yeah, deservedly so. We'd have come out, kicked on again. That that probably should have finished 
three or four to nil Arsenal. Yeah. I mean, or, or OK, if Martinho scores that one, which was a, a great goal, um, yeah, it was, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll give them a goal. But if we'd have won that three or four one, I don't think anybody watching that, the way we'd we'd played up until just before half-time would have disagreed with that as a, a scoreline. I really I mean, don't. We've, we've been down to 10 men in quite a few games this season and obviously sometimes we've been behind. In this case, you feel like even with 10 men we could have won, but it's yeah. um, it's just absolutely unbelievable what happened to Leno. And really, it was like sort of muscle memory or some sort of... It's just panic. Yeah, it's like yeah, a split panic. second He's run out. Panic. He's not where he is. That's that, yeah. you know, because he even tried to move his hand and it was too late. Mm. You just think, you just it look at like it. It was like he had his hand, it was like he had his hand tucked down his shorts. Yeah. <laughs> and he, <laughs> could, he, couldn't, he couldn't get it out of the way quick enough sort of thing. It, it, He's obviously yeah. run out as the last defender or whatever he's going to be. He's obviously run out and then thought, oh, hold on a minute. What the fuck am I going to hit this ball with? And yeah. it, you know, it's kind of caught his he's, head he's, and realised, what can I do with my stomach? Yeah, he's mistimed yeah. it and it's gone past him, really, hasn't it? So he's he's yeah. put his fist out, like, low down. But even that, though, do you think that? I mean, that wasn't really a goal-scoring opportunity. I mean, that was real harsh I sending think off. pretty much if a goalkeeper comes out of his area and punches it. Yeah. It's yeah. If they handle, handle it outside the area, you're going, you're going off. And it doesn't matter... Where, where in, whereabouts is what's happening? You're, yeah. you're going to be sent off. But he has tried um, to move his hand out of the way. I don't think so. I think he did the opposite. I think up. he was, he, he panicked right at the last minute. He thought the only way I'm going to get rid of this ball, and for it to not go past my back because I've already jumped and it's too late, is to stick my arm out and punch it clear. Um, it's just, just a mess, wasn't it? Yeah, just, 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 just... He, he's made a mistake. Listen, Leno, Leno, I think, you know, consistent, he's been one of our best players. So he's entitled to, let's look at Liverpool yeah. yesterday, look at Alisson, you know, Jurgen yeah. Klopp coming out today saying maybe he had cold feet. I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, Wear two pairs <laughs> of know? socks then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I don't quite listen, know what happened just, there because, to be honest, I've not watched any... They obviously investigated Bruce Grobelar about match fixing and, and various things. Well, I'll tell you what, <laughs> you'd have to question whether Alisson had had money on Man City to win by two clear goals yesterday because really? he, give, he gives them two goals in, in, what, two minutes, I think it was. Mm. Just crazy. But anyway, that's going off with the Arsenal stuff. A keeper like that, who I think we'll all agree is possibly the best one in the Premier League, can have a day like that. Then what Leno did, you know, it's what makes them goalkeepers, isn't it? There is a bit of craziness in them to be a goalkeeper. So yeah. it's, it's, it was just, I mean, listen, I, I wasn't, I was downbeat with the fact we'd lost. I was downbeat with the, the, the referees, you know, the, the issue with David Luiz. As, as a team performance, I, was, I didn't come away from it thinking, oh, my God, you know, we, we've been doing the sideways, backwards, boring, rubbish sort of football. I, th- I, thought, I thought we played really well. And, and like you say, we, mm. they were still worried about us with nine men. So uh, quite a lot of credit, I think, to, to the team. But 
don't take nothing away from the fact we come away from a, a game we should have comfortably got three points and, and walked away with sod all, didn't we? I the mean, two I feel, players I, in a way, I feel more comfortable with that because it was a game of some crazy incidents than I was about the Villa one where we just really, um, when it gets to the final third, we're just not, we're not getting it right. Um, in that game yeah but when we got to the final third of the bowl Matt Saka was having a shit out of him he was and there was a few incidents in that in particularly in the first half where you think is that more than a yellow actually because there were some really quite rough tackles on Saka and there was also um, being someone being pulled down basically the last man pulling someone down through on goal and I I recall a, a game at Crystal Palace which I believe Mikel Arteta got sent off in. Yeah, he did. Um, where it was almost on the halfway line and he was sent off in a similar circumstances to how, um, was it Lacazette got brought down? I'm trying to think. Or What's, Pepe. Pepe got brought down. You know, Martinelli bring, uh, not Martinelli, Martinez, didn't he bring down a Bambiyang or something in the area? Oh, that was Lacazette. That was a penalty. Was it Lacazette? Yeah, yeah that, I mean, that was a pen. That, and that wasn't given and that was looked at by VAR. That. That was I mean, VAR, you might as well just call it um, virtually virtual Arsenal rejection yeah. now because we never get anything, it seems, yeah. at the minute from that. that, that um, was, that's quite worrying, the one on Saturday, because, yeah, for the referee to spot that with the, with the crowd of players, I, I, I need to see it again to see exactly where the ref's positioning was. I'd imagine he's somewhere mid-goal, edge of area, or just outside the box looking at it, or the other side. But he, you, you can forgive him for not seeing it straight away because it, it's a tussle in there, isn't it? You know, lots of bodies. But the VAR to look at it and, and to not see that Martinelli, uh, Martinez, sorry, has, has grabbed hold of... He's, he's pulled him. He's pulled mm. him across him. He's pulled him across him. And, and that that... Going by the penalties you've seen given this season, um, to me that's just a stonewall penalty. And and our VAR have not, you know, said to the ref. Even if they've said, "Look, go and have another look at it. See for yourself. This is what we think that the goalkeeper has impeded Lacazette, pulled him down. Go and have a look at it." If if the ref looks at that again, like we've all seen it, then surely they've got to give a penalty for it. And mm. lucky, really, mm. if if he's going to give a penalty for that, does he then send Martinez, Martinez off? You yeah. know, it's it, it it's we we definitely not had a good week, and I know you make your own luck in football, but we are definitely due some, and some team is going to get it because of that. Yeah, maybe um, Leeds. Let's hope. Well, who knows? But you know. We can bemoan it all we like. It is what it is. John said, oh, you, you know, you've, got, you've got to carry on. You just, you, as John put it, can you write your like, mouth with it. Can I just hark back to what I said last year about VAR? Bunch yeah. of cheating scum. That's all they are. And the refs, you know, we're refs and VAR people. They were fucking shit at sport at school. Right? They were probably head boys who crossed everybody up for doing anything right yet. And this is their chance to try and give it some back to footballers who they obviously envied, had their birds nicked off and by fucking footballers. <laughs> they are just absolute shitbag scum. I mean, you're basically right? describing my childhood. 
But... Well, all right, and you then. But <laughs> at the end of the day, like, yeah. And it's true, right? And for some reason, obviously, they do fucking really hate Arsenal, quite frankly. Well, there was uh, a statistic, wasn't there, that there was some sort of statistic uh, that yes. appeared in something or other. Um, we're not uh, an Twitter, official source. It? But on Twitter, we were like the the most mistreated team in about five yeah. of the last four, five, about three of the last five seasons. Um, yeah, I think we were twentieth, twentieth, seventeenth, and sixteenth, or something, something like, like that. that and, yeah. and it, and of of the, decisions that have been wrongly made against us, or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you've got to get on with it, but they. You like to think. I've always said it in a. You know, you go up on a, each season. We've seen penalties given. You think that's nah, never a penalty, but you know you've they've scored it. Then we'll have one that's given, and you think, "Cool, I don't, I don't know about that." But you, well, no, sod it. Let's have it because the other week that was given against us. So you sort of think over a season, you sort of it averages itself out. But definitely this season, I. I don't think we've we've mentioned on here or spoken about how on earth did we get given that penalty or how on earth did they send that player off on for he never touched. I mean, I think the, the most fortunate thing that's probably happened was the ML Smith throw having the red card overturned. Like the VIR quite clearly showed that he didn't touch the player in the FA Cup, and then we went on to win the game and he scored. But really, oh. That's, yeah, but Matt. Again, but that was so that, cut and that, cut and dry, wasn't it? But he, that... he was. What I'm saying is, it's the mistakes that that clearly have happened, but haven't been punished for. Yeah. I mean, you can't punish a player that hasn't done something. So all they did with the Smith Rowe one was get a decision right. You know, we weren't asking from a cheat and miss something. They looked at that. You know mm. what I mean? And then realised, oh, I got it wrong. What I'm talking about is decisions that they've got wrong that we've got away with. And, and we haven't had anything like that. Whereas we seem no, to be No, that's true. That I mean, you think of Aubameyang be being sent off uh, after VAR, when I think, you know, you could quite clearly see there was no intent. And there's been players absolutely raking their studs down the back of our players' yeah. legs. And yeah. staying on the field, yeah. After you know, uh, I think not they even showed, VAR reviewing things is the they, worst. They show there was a picture, a comparison picture yesterday or today. I saw it, and one is of Mo Salah going down like the the Willem Dafoe shot from Platoon, you know, as he's coming <laughs> yeah. out of the, the, the forest. <laughs> but but the guy that the, the um, Man City guy, I think he's got. You could just in the picture, you can just see his hand near Mo Salah's arm. Yeah. Right, that's 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 their that's where Mo Salah's then got the Willem Dafoe look, and then the next picture side by side, they've then got Martinez with his hands pulling. You can see him literally yanking Lacazette's shirt, and, it, and the question is. Which one was a penalty? Yeah. And it's crazy, absolutely crazy. And that's that's when I'm saying we we've not. I don't think we've been given anything soft this season. Um, no, soft no. penalties or or a soft red card. And to the other I, I tell you what, it would be really interesting. How long are these VAR reviews taken against 
us compared to others. Because it seems that so so much that they don't even look at when us, they man. when they, they say and oh the, and there's a VAR decision and it happens straight away for us. Like, they don't oh, even look. I don't even look. They're cheating scum. And right, to, at the end of the day, it goes go to VAR and they go give it five seconds and just say no. To just return to the <laughs> Louise incident, you know, the, it was obviously compared to the Man United with the Southampton sending off at Man United, and. Um, at least the referee went over to look on the screen. Like he didn't even go anywhere. He didn't. He just accepted. He said it was a penalty. Sending who off. was that prick who came on BT Sport the night after? Oh, was it Graham Holder? No, it's and it's, he sat it's there Pete, and just went. It's a guy called Peter Walton, and I tell yeah, you what, he can get. He can get in the fucking bin as well. Penalty. That's a bang on penalty. That's a bang on red card. What Louise did was out of order. Yeah. Fucking barely touched him. The fucking bloke's a prick. I Seriously. Mean, Peter Walton is is in the bin now, as far as I'm concerned. You can disregard <laughs> anything that prick says. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, no, I, I quite like the Waltons. <laughs> Good night, John boy. <laughs> Good night, Peter. Fuck off, Peter. Good night, Peter. Peter. And the next thing you hear is bang. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, Peter. Bang and both both cases of a 12 bore pumped into him. Fucking believe. Well, good night, Peter. Well, is it a good night? uh, (laughs) Well, I don't think it is a good night. I think they made the wrong decision there. I think you made the wrong decision by sending me to bed, Mum. Oh, and by the way, and, red card, uh, Dave Louise. Red card, and I think you should give John, Car- John Boy a red card because he's wanking as he says goodnight. <laughs> and he's using my hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely um, masturbation Walton's jokes. <laughs> What a shame. What a shame. What a shame. But in, I a think... week, in a week that, you know, that would have. They were never going to be easy games. I thought we. The way we were playing against Wolves, I thought we were going to make it look easy. And to be honest, I know Villa, and it was our mistake um, for the goal. But. And they had chances. Obviously, yeah. on the break, we pushed bodies forward. We we passed the ball really well. We didn't. It it wasn't because it wasn't because we weren't getting the ball forward. I, I've got to I've got to say I thought Aston Villa's defence. Mm. If it if that is it, Matty Cash. Matt Cash, I would take Ty, him every day of the week. Yeah, Tyrone Mings. Yeah. Who's the one the other side? Was it ta- Target? Is target, it target. Yeah. They. I tell you, they defended. They were superb. Every whether that's got anything to do with John Terry, I know I but they were absolutely fantastic. And don't get me wrong, I've seen us a lot more fluent in front of goal, you know, some some a little bit more slicker passing and and we'd have probably had some goals. But they made so many blocks. Yeah, so I mean know, that many were... caches you know, and to have to go up against the pace that he did on that side and yeah. for target to, I mean, they didn't, they, they made a lot of last ditch tackles, Mings particularly, 
had to make some desperate tackles, but it showed the calibre of their defence because really we could have scored on several occasions. We should have probably, but for yeah, some I mean, very I'm, good defending. We, we always... We always we all see Hill certainly this season, rightly so, because we you know we played a lot of rubbish this season. I I didn't think we played rubbish Saturday. No, no. I I I just think, and you know you got to give the Aston Villa credit defensively, and and not so much just defensively because all over the pitch they're a good side, but particularly Saturday defensively they were superb and. The save, and again, I know he's gone from our club, but the save Martin has made yeah. from from Granite Shacker's free kick <clears throat> yeah, it's is, is is unbelievable. I mean that that if that goes in, that not only was it would it have been an equalising goal, but probably a contender for for one of the best this season yeah. because it was a long way out and it, it was going in the sweet part of that that goal, wouldn't it? And fair back to Martinez for so so. When when you've got a goalkeeper getting away with a penalty, you know, and, and making a save like he did there, you've then got the players in front of him defending the way they did, blocking pretty much everything we threw at him. Mm. You've got to give them credit, Villa. I'm not, you know, I, I don't want to be on here tonight slagging off Arsenal because no. I thought as much as we <clears throat> at times looked like we huffed and puffed, I thought we did play some football to try and get back in there. But... They yeah. only scored by defensive error anyway. Other than that, we held them for over ninety minutes without them scoring yeah, another one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, again, it's like a. It's. I mean, we do. We have had a problem with kind of being <clears throat> starting too cold and not being up for it quickly enough. But yeah, I mean, listen, it was still it, lucky. You know, yeah, it takes you can say you can say holding was um, not close enough to, to Watkins, but still. The, the the deflection it took and the direction it went in after that with the keeper stranded, yeah. is, is kind of no one's fault. Again, and, it's, you know, it's it's bad luck, isn't it? It's we bad had luck. a similar one in the second half that hit Mings is the instep went past the post. You know, it's it's it, that was the difference between the teams in a lot of ways. You know, yeah. and yeah, they, I, they I, obviously I, I, had it had it in for Saka. They understood he was the threat. And they made they put two people on him pretty much the whole game. Um, made sure that they got he, away with murder. They absolutely did. It should have been a sending off at one point for that. It's just crap. I, mean, I, I, I was surprised about Grealish because I thought Grealish made some pretty poor tackles. Didn't get booked. Got a talking to. Then sort of did some game. There was a lot of gamesmanship from him. From him, and he got yeah, booked eventually for. He's become golden boy. You know um, what I mean? He's like. Like Gareth Southgate's bloody golden boys. Like, oh, everyone creams over Jack Grealish left, right, and centre, not realising he's a cheaty, filthy bastard. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, I love you know. the way you sum him up, John. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he is. You, you're quite right. He's also a very gifted player, and yes. and and travels, which is why he'll get away with blue murder all the yeah, time. Yeah, he tra- he travels with the ball effortlessly at times. He he he's a great footballer. And, Rightly so, probably is one of the best players in the in the league. Um, but yeah, he has got his chinty um, part about him, and it, it it wins him lots of fouls, lots of stuff that that takes the pressure off the side. And you know, I'm sure Dean Smith is encouraging it. You know yeah. that, that 
Um, oh, we we loved Dennis yeah, Bergkamp. I, he had a dark side to him. You know, he he would stick his foot in and leave it there, and um, yeah. you know, get into aggro with players, and he'd be one of the seven. Yeah, but in, the difference in is Bergkamp was God. Bergkamp <laughs> moved. In well, I'm sure to points. Aston Villa, this guy is God to a lot of people, no. like Villa fans. Right, now. he's a little cheating, fucking filthy bastard. <laughs> so yeah, no disappointing week, Matt. I think. And Grealish. No, but of course not. I, I would, I would just like to say, yeah, because um, I, I sent my brother a message. That it was the starting eleven, because obviously living down in Brighton, and I went, ah, so we've got your your players starting today, mm. and he just sent me back a message with, oh dear, brother, he's had his day. Well. I thought he was yeah, our man he of the was match. Outstanding. I really, he, he was just superb. Absolutely. Has and I don't suppose you boys have. Have you watched? There's a Arsenal, the Arsenal Football Club YouTube channel, whatever it is that mm. you know, and they've got an open mic just on him in goal on Saturday, and and he's constantly shouting at players and you know talk. I don't think Arsenal Football Club have ever done that with Leno. So I don't know whether that was a, you know, but he was, he made some great saves. He really Absolutely. did. Absolutely, yeah. He could do nothing. He could do nothing for the goal. He's come off Holdings League. If you look where he's actually going, when when that ball, you know, when Ollie Watkins yeah. lets that he's go, saving he, it. He's, he's saving it. And then it hits the inside of Holdings leg, and he's even tried to scramble across. He, he's never going to get to it, but... No, he was fantastic, I thought. Really, really good. And and I'm really pleased for him because, obviously, there was talk of him not playing at all because he'd been out injured. So he, he obviously hasn't trained a great deal before kickoff. And, and yeah, faultless. I thought he was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Well, uh, one thing I wanted to check up on, uh, it's a bit of a weekly thing, this now, but Pepe Watch. Now, um, he had a... Good first half against. Um, Is this a new segment? It's so interesting because, you know, he scores the goal against Wolves. It's a brilliant goal in so many ways. Um, and he, he does add something to the team that is unpredictable. On the left hand side, he does. But is, oh, I, um, what do, what do we on. think of him this week? Because well, on 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 Saturday, I felt like he he just he he has a sort of rush of blood near the box, and he didn't quite do what was going on. Like on the other side, you've got uh, Bellerin and Saka linking up well, creating things, and on the left side, he seemed to get in people's way a bit. Um, but you know, as we came out in the second half with a bit of a new attitude. He played much better. Yeah. And he was um, unlucky not to score. He was very unlucky, he? yeah. I so, thought Pepe done all right. I mean, the the one against Wolves, it was quite funny because I think I was messaging Lee and, yeah, you know, we was having, you know, oh, how come we haven't scored, blah, blah, blah. And then Lee just put, get Pepe off. And I put yeah. straight after that, cue the worldie from Pepe. Eight minutes later, I just laughed into the <laughs> speaker thing uh, back to Lee because it, it, that goal against Wolves, 
would he take two players out and then you know it, it was a great goal. I'm not saying it was a worldie. He but does some it, some, it, some yeah. amazing things with his close control, like that he takes the ball with one foot into the other and hit quickly strikes it, which is yes. um, really hard to do. And it kind of, if he could do that almost every time, <laughs> it's sort of terrible. But, you know, again, the goal the week don't before. Don't want much from the fella, do you, man? No. The goal the week before, where he's he didn't just take it in his stride. He sort of pushed from one foot to the other and struck across it as he, as he ran with it. And it's impossible to defend when, when yeah. he's like that. And um, He's definitely... He's improving, Matt. I think. Yeah. I think he's getting more consistent. Uh, you know, he, he's, I don't. I think the worst thing for him is uh, still. It look, and it will always be the price tag on his head. Yeah. You know, you, you you're expecting what you've just said, really, but it's hard to do that. And I'm not making excuses for him. We we pay too much money for him. There's no two ways about it. Um, I definitely see improvement with with Pepe. Um, and what the only thing I was going to say is, again, the, if, if I had to have moan about anybody on again on Saturday, and it would be William, and he just doesn't seem to to, to improve. Mm. I, I thought he, he looks gave under, us nothing. I mean, I, I'm trying he to be more positive against about because it's almost like we're from the because we're not at the games. It's almost like we're on the outside looking in and being able to criticise and not support anyone. Do you know what I mean? It feels like Willian needs our support because he's our player. And yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's, his confidence is completely, you know, it's a, a complete Bentner level, isn't it? You know? <laughs> and he, he yeah. can't seem to get out of this funk. Um and for whatever he tries... Two underground see, a week will put me in a massive funk, I tell you. Well, I'll be funking all over the place. You can see in his eyes that he is lost. He doesn't give a shit. Um, well, I mean, I, I can't believe that. You know, these players have all the money in the world. All of them have that. They're interested in what they can do on the football field, aren't they? They, they want to do. He wants yeah. to do better. But it's like he is just to, under too much pressure now. He knows that he's not playing well. He knows that... Um, he's had Nuabue, that's who he is. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe so, maybe so. Or Glenn Helder, you know, one or the it other. It affects him. The confidence thing is what he... The only way he can get get the... We can get the performances out of him is if something goes right for him, you know. Yeah, he, he needs, needs a goal. More of a goal. He needs a goal. He though. needs a goal. Definitely like, needs yeah. a goal. But... But why? I mean, for me, Saturday, if if because he he basically when he came on he went and played on the left hand side, didn't he? Yeah. So for me, Fucking why hell. why why doesn't he bring on? Why doesn't he bring Martinelli on? You know, mm. for me, that's possibly that injured was, still. No, he was on the bench. Yeah, no, but you know how on the bench is he? Well, he was. How long did William come on for? Ten minutes. True, true. You know, I'm not. I'm not saying. Uh, what I'm saying is, if I turn round, if I was, if it was me instead of Mikel Arteta, and I thought, right, I'm going to threat. I'm going to. I'm going to. I want something down that left hand side to reinvigorate to give us something a bit different. And turn around and looked at Martinelli and William, 
I'd have gone, get your kit on to to uh, Martinelli. Get mm. out there. Mm. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have gone with William. Um, no, not. So, I mean, I guess there's. There must be the psychology of. We needed a goal. Of if William could get us this goal, it would make a massive difference to his confidence. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe I'd, he's I'd, thinking I'd like that way. He's Matt, too big a too big more. an asset to to be wasting. We've got to get him to score. We've got to get him out there and playing better. I don't know. Well, I just don't yeah. think you've got. Well, there has well, to be a limit to that. Of course. The one thing I would say now is. We we need, I think, four more wins to make sure that we don't. I know there's three teams at the bottom now that look like they're sort of cut adrift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but at the end of the day, let's not get a, a, a losing run where we get dragged down amongst all that again, where we start in a panic because they might up of us tonight. They're absolutely superb at the moment. Well, they wonder what. Let's just hope that um, the the way I think this season should now go. Let's let's get the four wins that we need to to make mathematically sure we're not going to go anywhere. We're going to win games, lose games. I know that, but mm. put the eggs now into the Europa League basket. Let's let's stick out. We've we've become a bit of a cup side, um, and and that normally is the case with a team that you can put together with decent players that can't play consistently that mm. well every week. Throw them into a one-week-on, one-week-off cup game, we, we can play well. We, that, that Arsenal team, if you could pick your starting eleven with your Tierney's in there, Thomas Parties, and, and yeah, without injuries, we're a match for anyone in that competition that's, that's yeah. left in it. So... It, if you win that, you go into the Champions League, which I think will be way too soon. But it's pointless thinking now that we've got any chance of of finishing in uh, a Europe uh, a Europe position in the in the league table. That's yeah. that's done and dusted. So that for me, that's where I'd be going now. All the eggs will be going in that other basket. So that if it means we've got to play William in the Premier League, so that we've got fresh legs for a certain player for the Thursday night in the Europa. That's what I would do. Mm. I'd, I'd almost be role reversal now so that some of the players, the fringe players, play in the Prem against, you know, we've got Man City, haven't we, in between the, the Benfica tie? And is it definitely well, going ahead as two ties? Cause I, I, think, I think it's going ahead. They're, they're, they're talking they're, about I a neutral some, ground, weren't they? Well, they're talking about a two-legged tie at two neutral venues. Mm. That's what was being discussed, yeah. I think, today. So, um, but anyway, that for me, that's where I think with what we've got left of our season, fifteen league games, and obviously whatever we can do in the Europa League. And for me, that just make sure we've got enough points on the ta- in the table and, and be done with it, and 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 try and win this Europa League now because that's that's basically what what we've got left. A, a quick shout out for Martin Udegaard. I thought he did pretty good as well. Quite should neat and scored. tidy. Could have scored. Should have scored. Definitely should, should have, have scored, scored, shouldn't he? Or at least but, on target. You know, if that, uh, it's a shame that one doesn't go in because, you know, it would have been a lovely start, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. But still, I well. thought he looked good. He looked good with with um, with Smith-Rowe on the field at the same time as well. They, yeah. You know, when you're pushing, 
Uh, yeah. It'd be nice to see an attacking option like that, you know, starting. In yeah, games definitely. As well. So definitely. Not, not a bad acquisition, I don't think. Okay, well, I mean, let's leave it at that. Um, there's plenty to talk about next week. But um, right now, it's time for me, Macoba, John, and his Australian quick fire special. John. Yes. Good day, mate. <laughs> tell you what, I'm watching. Tell you what, I'm watching this game. It's brilliant. Uh, it shouldn't be. Is it? There's a couple of shrimps on the barbie waiting for you, mate, outside. In my shrimps. quick fire special. So here we go. Well, that's no good. I don't eat them, so you know. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Neighbours or home and away? Fuck's sake, home and away. Paul Hogan or Barry Humphreys? Paul Hogan. Aussie thongs or British thongs? Aussie. <laughs> I knew you'd say that because of obviously the thong issue before. Castle Main Forex or Fosters? Uh, Castle Main Forex used to be brewed at a Romford brewery, so I'm going to go with that, even though it tastes like this. <laughs> Kylie or Danny? I heard Danny lives in Romford now. Does she? <laughs> Danny. Uh, meat pie or kangaroo burger? Meat pie. Wanted down under or escape to the country? That's a daytime telly question for you. Uh, escape to the country. Skin cancer or funnel web <laughs> bite, spider bite? Fucking hell, that's a nice choice, isn't it? <laughs> it was fucking uh, lovely. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've no idea. I mean, I'm assuming the funnel web spider probably bites you on the necks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the ones that come out of the toilet seat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just the word necks. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> probably have to choose skin cancer. What fucking choice that is? What, what podcast has <laughs> that sentence ever been uttered on? Yeah. There you go. That's what you get with uh, block, block, block five. And finally, didgeridoos or didgeridoes? <laughs> you don't even have to uh, answer that one. I don't know what I'm thinking. Didgeridoes. <laughs> and now uh, that's Quickfire John. And now it's time for the neighbours' stupid in the stupid machine and oh no Angry Anderson has got angry and recorded the wedding song for Kylie and Jason <laughs> no so Stuart a mixed bag last week um, I can't remember what I did last week you did Burnley Brighton which for, as a draw and that was a draw yeah. and you did Newcastle Southampton as a draw and that really oh, yeah. should have been a draw oh um, yeah yeah they yeah. were very unlucky to not get back into yeah. that one weren't they Southampton yes. Yes, and I did, I did have 
the Southampton, Newcastle Southampton in my own bet. So yeah, I was a bit miffed. And mm. I, I ended up watching it when they were down to nine men. I'm like, for God's sake, get that ball in the back of the net. But yeah, not so about, not a bad lucky. performance by Joe Willock actually in that game. I yeah, he scored, didn't he? Yeah, I think yeah. he set one up as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, right this week, so uh, I think after watching them yesterday, um, I've, Man City are playing. Who have they got? I'm not sure who they've got. Does it matter? They're going to win. <laughs> Does it matter? Well, That's yeah. Impression. So, so I'm a little double this week. I, I think Liverpool shot. Um, Leicester aren't great, but I think they'll be up for for Liverpool. So I'm going to go Leicester and Man City That's both to win 12. this week. Leicester, Liverpool, and Man City are playing Tottenham. That's it. So um, that's why I couldn't remember who they were playing, Matt. So, so Leicester and Man City this week yeah, for the wins. Yeah. Yeah, for wins, that's it. Okay, there you go. So let's put another quid in the stupid machine. And oh no, Todd's been run, run over by a Toyota Hi-Ace after his girlfriend changed from one actress to a totally different one. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, um, did you did you know that Erinsborough is an anagram of neighbours? I didn't. Ooh, there you go, a little bit of fact there. <laughs> Never wow. knew that either until this week. So, it's time for uh, the uh, crowded house uh, in here, because it's a Jukebox Aussie special. Once a jolly swagman camped by a billabong Under the shade of a coolabar tree He sang as he watched and waited till his billy boiled You'll come a-waltzing Matilda with me Waltzing Matilda, waltzing Right out. Right So, uh, it's guess the Aussie Premier League star this week. Oh so, uh, what, what are your um, uh, tunes for this week, John? Uh, sticking with the people that I've seen live, uh, I'm going for Ian Jury and the Blockheads mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, Better Roses. Better Call Roses. Better Roses number nine on YouTube. I think it's actually just Better Roses. I was going to go for fucking Aid because it reminds me of my dad. But I'm going for Better Roses. Okay, and Stuart? Well, only because I was on road test. And, and I think someone put back tunes. And yeah, this is how By These Spiral Carpets was playing. So yeah, it, it wasn't to do with the. Um, it wasn't to, to do with, with the Tottenham reference. No, when you put that, and I thought, oh, yeah, I didn't think of that, because uh, I was, yeah. So it was an on-road test, listening on the radio, and then when I got back, I messaged, yes, please, I'll have that one. Okay, so, yeah. so um, I've got four um, four previous, uh, not current, but previous Australian football stars who have played in the Premier League, and I'm going to read a description of them, and you've got to tell me, who they are. So who wants to go first? Who did we have first last time? I think it's Stuart's turn to go first. Can't okay. remember. But I think it is my turn to go first. I'm yeah. not sure. I'm not sure. Okay, so let's start with 
Uh, okay. This centre forward, so there's four of these. This centre forward was, was known for his ability to control the ball and set up play uh, up front in 240 Premier League appearances with Leeds, Middlesbrough, and Newcastle United. The big, the big fella banged in 92 goals in that time with some serious highlights to boot. None of them was greater than the day he fired all four goals in Leeds' 4-3 win over That's Liverpool. That's easy. That's easy. Okay, who, who's that? Mark Viduka. Mark Viduka. Yes, yeah. that's correct. Said, even I know that one. As soon as you said Leeds, I went, I was almost, I would have just fucking said it. You'd have said Lee Chapman, don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the next one. He notched up the milestone at the age of 40 in 2013, uh, Oh, sorry, no, no, I've missed a bit out. But I think he became the most, uh, the, the, the Australian with the most Premier League appearances in 2013. 172 games for Fulham. The New South Walian made 325 uh, Premier League appearances for Middlesbrough and finished his career with a stint at Chelsea and Leicester City. He has been in a, const, in, a constant in the Socceroos since he made his debut against Canada in the World Cup qualifier back in in 1993. He retired in 2013 after two World Cups finals and a record 109 caps. So he played for Fulham for a long time. Yeah, I know, I know, I I can picture him. I just can't think of his surname, Matthew. I think it begins with S, but I just can't think of what it is. Okay. Oh, no. Is it? Is he a keeper? Yes. Yeah. Mark Schwalzer. Schwalzer, yeah, that yeah. was it. Yeah. Oh, do, I I do I oh, give John the so point? Shit Fuck off. <laughs> I'm going to be so <laughs> shit at my questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but you wait, though, right, yeah? If he only gets one right and I get one right and he answers the rest of mine, he's going to be right fucking pissed. <laughs> All right, give me the right. fucking point. No, give don't give the... me the point. No, 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 no. Let's carry on. You've got one point out of two. This is your third one. You don't get signed as the number one goalkeeper for powerhouse Man United if you don't have talent oozing out of you and was arguably the best Australian goalkeeper ever. He had two stints at United as well as a lengthy stay at Aston Villa where he made 179 appearances. His time at Chelsea was cut short when he failed a drug test and was banned for nine months. He won the Premier League title with United but later called, was called a terrible profession professional by Alex Ferguson. Always quick-witted, he retorted, the fact remains that I'm the only player who he signed twice at Man United. I'm honoured to be mentioned. He's entitled to his view and I'm entitled to mine. Mark Bosnich. Correct. Um, And your final one, uh, I think it's your final one, or do I need to, how many have I got here? One, two, three, four, four, five, Six, seven, eight, eight, yeah. Uh, so, is this how many have I done now? Three. 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 Okay, this is your fourth one. This, uh, he was, in ten years of the English Premier, Premier League, this player was one of the toughest players and kept his, kept in his country, country for a long period after Mark Viduka passed the job in 2006. He was given a great service as a defender with Blackburn Rovers, West Ham and Everton in the Premier League. He spent the 2014 season with Watford, 
which it just made it back up, back on, back it, which had just made it back to the top flight, but hasn't been seen on a football deck for over a year. That's a, that's a bit confusing, that one. But basically, he played for uh, Blackburn Rovers, West Ham, Everton, and finished at Watford. Defender. Lucas Lucas Neal. Very good. Three out of four, Stuart. Well done. I didn't think you were going to get that one. I was. I thought <coughs> the way you was going. I thought Tim Cale. Oh, See, I was oh, thinking shut Tim up. Cale. Right, stop shut, shut, shut up. Because oh. <laughs> you just fucked up the quiz really matter, now. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> Right. About okay, John, you've got three uh, yes. three to beat. Your first it, one is the first one, Tim Cale. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of his standing, a hero of his beloved club, Everton. He spent eight years on Merseyside, scoring fifty six goals. It's is it Tim Cale? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I should have thought there can't be many. Matches. Right. Yeah, but the thing is, though, I already thought I've already thought your one was Tim Cale anyway. Yeah, I did. I was going, I'm sure he was there. And it was only when yeah. he went Blackburn Rovers. And I'm thinking, nah, I don't I remember him at Millwall. I remember him at Everton. And I'm thinking, nah, I don't remember him at Blackburn. But yeah, fair play. Okay. So um, your second one, John. Uh, Australia's third most capped international player enjoyed a long Premier League stint at Blackburn Rovers. He made 247 appearances for Rovers after crossing from Feyenoord in 2003 and scored 13 goals for the club. Ewood Park, uh, the, the club let him out of the last year of his contract without financial penalty so he could return home to play for Sydney FC in the twilight of his career. No idea. Can I have Stuart's questions? <laughs> Stuart, any idea? Blackburn Rovers, long time. <laughs> I keep thinking of Lucas Neal. Um, I, I, no. Um, was, did you say he was a defender? Now. No. No, so the only one, the only other one I can think of that, that played, oh. I thought you said defender, that's why I kept thinking. The only one, I didn't think he played that much, Brett Emerton. Yes, that's the correct answer. Is he oh, a defender you then? Was he a defender? I didn't think he was. No, no, he no, wasn't. That's why. That's what I mean. I thought you'd said I wasn't really listening. So you've all both got one of each is here. So it's going to go down to the wire. Uh, no, it so, ain't. <laughs> so your your <laughs> third your third one, uh, John. Uh, you got one out of two. The leader of Australia's golden generation debuted for Leeds as a team and is still the only Australian who owns a UEFA Champions League medal. He won the FA Cup after he moved to Liverpool when Leeds struck money troubles. And despite always seeming to battle injury, he was considered it's the Craig most... Johnston. Naturally gifted... Wait a minute, because I haven't finished. He was considered the most naturally talented player ever to take the pitch for Australia. He struck 45 times for 181 appearances for Leeds, making him one of the club's best attacking midfielders. Oh, maybe not. I know who it is. Well, they didn't win in for Champions League, did they? So, Liverpool did, though. Oh, fuck. I can't only think of Craig Johnston. I know it ain't him because he was around in the 70s yeah, or 80s. No, the 80s. He definitely, he definitely weren't him, John. No. And he no. Uh, uh, invented the Predator boot, didn't he? It was, <laughs> it, it was Harry Kuehl. 
Barry Q. Oh, of course it was. Yeah. Fuck you know. Thought you'd get that one, John, but there you go. Oh, uh, I'm not interested in Leeds or Liverpool. <laughs> your, your final <laughs> one is almost or a Australian dead cert, footballers. A dead cert to not get get. Uh, uh, this player hopped to four teams in England uh, spending time with Blackburn Rovers West Ham United Southampton and Wolves but his finest moment in football will forever be his Premier League title with Blackburn Rovers looking back it's unbelievable if you play long enough in the Premier League but you don't win it of course you've had a great career look at Timmy Cahill a Premier League legend Harry as well but it's a great thing that I can look back and, and uh, on and bother as well. It's special. No. No. John, uh, Stuart, any idea? So he was in the Blackburn title winning side? Yes. An Aussie? Uh, um, yeah. He had ginger he hair. In... What is it with Blackburn and the Aussies, for fuck's sake? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you couldn't get any farther removed, could you? In terms of nice, warm, and sunny, and some fucking they shit Tim, in the Tim, northwest. Tim Flowers in goal, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Stuart Ripley. Um, I'm trying to think the side. Sutton and Shearer. Uh, big Scottish bloke. Yeah. Centre half. Yeah. Uh, um, what was his name? Um, Graham uh, Lasso Graham was Colin Hendry. Colin Hendry. Yeah, Colin Hendry yeah. was Graham Lasso left yeah, back. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Batty. Yeah. He was in there. Fucking hell, that's nearly the side. I know. Go on. No idea. See you later. It's Robbie Slater. <laughs> well, you go oh, fucking no. Nah. Okay. You were all done by there, John. I reckon. Okay, uh, so that's your four. I've got one of mine. We'll give you we'll give you a chance to uh, get get uh, in jury played at the end. But right now, is the answer Craig Johnston? (laughs) No, (laughs) (laughs) this is the Inspiral Carpet, and this is how it feels. Husband don't know what he's done. Kids don't know what's wrong with mum. She can't see, they can't see Putting it down to another bad day Daddy don't know what he's done Kids don't know what's wrong with mom So this is how it feels to be lonely This is how it feels to be small This is how it feels when your world means nothing at all States. Left a note for a local girl And yet she had it all on a plate So this is how it feels to be lonely This is how it feels to be small This is how it feels when your word means nothing at all
Okay, that was the Inspiral Carpet, and um, now Ozil's gone, uh, that song is forever added to the where is it now pile. <laughs> um, okay, John, you've got a chance to um, to, to yeah, win back. I have one that doesn't involve an and Australian I think you might No, need... no, that, that song carries on, Matt. Because <laughs> now you can see, you sign bail, we sold Mesut Ozil. <laughs> yeah. Mesut Ozil. So it's actually Brilliant. gone. Yeah, it's gone completely. The other way. <laughs> Brilliant. Right. So, John, I'm yes. going to uh, describe a current Premier League um, Please player, don't. and Please uh, don't. he's Australian. And um, Stuart, I think you might be able to help John here, maybe. Um, okay. So uh, he's from Sydney. Uh, he's played for Bolton Wanderers. <laughs> Everyone plays for fucking Bolton Wanderers, don't they? St Mirren, he then went to Sydney Warriors, Melbourne City, he then moved to Manchester City, Huddersfield Town, and now he plays for Brighton. So uh, he's taken his chance. He was a key figure in the Terriers' one promotion to the Premier League in 2017-18 season. It just means nothing, means nothing to me. Oh, Vienna. And... So. He just such has um, this player's impact in West Yorkshire. He's now widely regarded as one of Huddersfield's greatest ever players. But he's now at Brighton. He's got a bald head. Oh, still God. means absolutely nothing Hold to on, me. hold on. Um, he's still at Brighton. He's now at Brighton. He played for Huddersfield. He moved there. So, aggressive midfielder. Bald head. Yeah, uh, uh, Moon. Um, yep. Moody, is it? Mooney, Moody, Mooney. I'll give John that. <laughs> it's Aaron Moy. Moy, yeah, that's it. Well, that's just the way they say it, mate. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron Moody, boy. Moody, yeah. Moody, boy. You don't, don't pronounce the D, you dingo. I mean, I really, it's only because I like Ian Jury. <laughs> Give me that one. Right. So, uh, the next game is against Leeds. So, what can you tell us about Leeds, John? They're playing absolutely superb. I mean, they <laughs> scored. They should have scored in the first minute. Yeah. Quite. Well, so should and, be. Uh, <laughs> and then they scored a couple of minutes later. Yeah. With a really good goal. By, so, we uh, can't start cold in that game. Richardson. See, Richardson in the middle with a bloody man bun. Yeah, Harrison. 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 What what happened in the, the the away game? Did we draw? Nil nil. We were down yeah. ten men. Yeah, they yeah. battered us, didn't they? Battered us. Yeah, but we dug in. We dug in, didn't we? I that think. When, I think. Why Hodgson another ten years in the last five minutes? You know, I mean, they they, they just licked. Last couple of times I've watched Leeds. They've been an absolute pleasure because they just attack. They just do nothing but attack. It's almost like a rush goalie. You no, know, we used to keep playing just rush goalie. Everyone just ran forward with the ball. That's How, what Leeds do. Yeah. However, it will be. It could be a bit like a game of basketball 
um, because we're at home and we should be attacking them, shouldn't we? So the hope is we score more goals than them, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think think they just uh, play by the older adage of attack is the best form of defence. Because that's, and their fitness levels are just unbelievable. You know, uh, I like Leeds a lot. I mean, I used to think they were just horrible, dirty scum. But this Leeds team, they, you know, they're either going to get hammered or they're going to hammer someone. And that's just the way they play. And that's what I think most neutrals do love watching them for that pure reason. You're never going to have a dull game featuring Leeds. So either we're going to win about 3-1 or we're just going to be on the wrong end of a total spanking. You know, because it depends on our fitness levels. Yeah, I mean, and about how we apply ourselves to the game because we know that they're going to come at us regardless of what, uh, the fact they're away from home. I think we should just meet your head on. I think we should literally, you know, the thing is we can't start tippy-tapping around the box with that ball. No, I mean, they'll just be on us. They can can be a bit ropey at the back as well, can't they? Um, Yeah. So, uh, what do you reckon, John? What Give us a prediction. Oh, I know said... <laughs> Honestly, if we go for it, it'll be about five all. Because, uh, I, mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, Palace are playing well, you know, and they've had a certain amount of possession. Mm. But Leeds, Leeds are great to watch. I do like watching. I think they're great to watch. I would say uh, 2-2. I'll go for 2-2. I think, yeah, that'll do. Okay, I'm going to say we will win three-one. Mm. Well, I think I think that we've been, as you, you said, Stuart, at the, the top of the show, we've been close to giving someone a hiding. Maybe this is the time. You know, we're defending great, largely. We've been doing really well. Obviously, we've struggled against Wolves, and to be honest, a penalty in a worldie, uh, you've, you've got to accept that, haven't you? Yeah. So, um, Yes, we we are still good defensively, and as much as Leeds will come at us, I think that might play into our hands a bit, providing providing we we don't have someone sent off. Um, I I think, and if Kieran Tierney, by all accounts, may be back this weekend, I think we're going to not have Thomas Partey back. But Is um, Louise got a three-game suspension, or is it only one? No, it's one game. Um, So, I, I... I can't go three one because you've done that, Matt. So I'm I'm going to go that we'll keep a clean sheet, and I'm going to say three nil Arsenal. Okay. So I mean we uh, we we've got followed. We're following that is the the, the game against uh, Benfica, but that's for next week. So we've actually only got one game for a week. Yes, for it's, a, it's a chance to gather is, some what's troops. What's going on? Is it, it is it FA Cup? FA Cup, yeah, in the midweek. So yeah. Yeah, um, all starts tomorrow. So yeah, so we've got a bit of a break at least. Um, I don't know whether it was Partey all right because he looked like he broke down. Yeah, uh, I think again. he's hurt his thigh again, and mm. so he'll, he'll probably be missing for a couple more weeks again. So bit of mm. a. I mean, he he's got players there. Sabios is now fit, isn't he? he? Could come along in alongside. I, mean, I don't know whether Odegaard is capable of sitting in that role. Um, yeah, maybe I even I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> I'm a bit worried about Gabriel the way he's playing. So I tell you what, right? Yeah, uh, somebody just looked absolutely amazing when we got him. I know we suffered a bit, but and we put him back in the side. But 
he's totally off the ball, isn't he, really? I think that's yeah. where he was ill, John. I mean, I think he yeah. actually had COVID. But yeah, if he ain't fit enough, don't play the geezer. No, I think, he's, I think he's fit enough, mate. He's, he's, he's one of them. You've got to put him out he's there. He's a young boy, more. isn't he, as well, in a different yeah. country. He's yeah. had an illness, which is worrying. and you just I feel think like... he'll be all right, John. I, I think... Um, there was signs know, when... on Saturday that he was... He did better, I thought, you know, yeah. than, um, when he had to come on for Louise. Um, and he didn't put that, do that much wrong. No, he didn't. He didn't. <clears> I think he'll be all right. It just, you know, you, he's, he, he needs a bit of game time. That's what he's got. And, and I think he'll get better as, as he goes. I, Hopefully, I think yeah. I mean, you don't have any long-lasting effects for the lad, do you? No. no, that player, that player that we saw at the start and up until Christmas, he's still there. It's just... He, he needs to get back out and, 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 and get going again. So, he'll be all right. I'm, I'm not worrying about him. I'll be more worried about William starting than Gabriel. <laughs> so, how does the red cards work? Does, are they both three matches? No, one game. All of both of them one game? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And they're both straight reds, but... Um, they weren't. They weren't thinking. Violent though, were conduct, they? or whatever. They weren't yeah. violent. If it's violent conduct, it's three games. Yeah. So we're gonna have them back potentially. Yeah, Leno. Leno will be back. Yeah, Leno. But will as be you said, back. Stuart, it might be a case that they look at <clears throat> focusing on Benfica and like looking at who can play Sunday. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it might be that in an ideal world, you'd love to go out. Stick it up, Leeds, in the first half, like like we should have done against Wolves, and then go right. Let's get Willian on. You know, we're three nil up at half time. Let's put Willian on. Let's let's rest this one. Let's rest that one. You know, and and get ready then for Thursday night. That was night. always a time to bring on Carlos Vela. Yeah, I was going to say maybe Willian. Maybe Willian is the next Carlos Vela that we just bring him on when we're three nil up. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, you're right. I think we need to think about uh, the midweek game next week and do something accordingly. But um, uh, yeah, it'd be nice to go. It'd be nice to play Benfica full strength. Really, really stick it at them. You know, show everyone what we got. And like I say, hopefully Tierney's back now, which will be a massive plus. Yeah. Um, you're looking around the squad. Then you're only really looking at the fact that. Um, that, that obviously this repercussion with with Thomas Party, but aside from him, everyone else marries back. Um, you got Louise will be pickable. You sort of all across them. We, we we've got everyone fit and ready. So yeah, it gives us a good chance. I think so. Let's um, let's see. Let's just let's just turn fucking leads over. Yeah, let's make it a Valentine's Day massacre. Yeah, that'd be it. And with that, with that in mind, boys, um, you know, Sunday you might be thinking about the missus, a few rose petals on the bed, or a bed, a a rose, a rose bed. What was it called, John? Bed of roses. Yeah, you know what though, that song's got nothing to do with rose petals, (laughs) especially when you hear the line. Then you nailed my bollocks to the door. (laughs) If you're uh, thinking, so everybody. Have a lovely Valentine's Day. Nail your partner's <laughs> bollocks to the door. And <laughs> this is Ian Jury and the Blockheads. Indeed. See That's you good. next week. Up the See ya. Up the Come, on, guys. Guys. Come on, you Arsenal. It's here.
I've done a lot of things I wished I hadn't There's other things I never hoped to do But sliding off the map in both directions Is the sorry mess I made of knowing you I've seen a lot of things I wished I hadn't There's other things I never hoped to see But no one left alive could paint the picture Of the mess that knowing you has made of me I knew it wouldn't be a bed of roses I've seen the bloody grind that love entails But one door shuts and then another closes And now I'm on a bloody bed of nails Been told a lot of things I wished I had There's other things I never want to know But sliding off the scale of least remembrance Is the way you chose to tell me where to go I've been a lot of things I wished I had There's other things I never hoped to be But no one left alive could tell the story Of what I was once you got done with me I knew it might turn out to be a stumer Nothing would surprise me anymore You robbed me of my natural sense of humor And then you nailed my bollocks to the door
Yeah, that's all about pain and suffering that people go through in relationships. <laughs> We've all been there. So it's a perfect suffering. choice for Valentine's Day. Yeah, wasn't it, Just? Well done, John. <laughs> and yours, yeah. this is how it feels to be lonely. Yeah. I imagine that the majority of our listeners are um, undateable. <laughs> oh, we didn't mention the bloke, did we, talking about No, we didn't. Never mind. We'll do we'll it after. Week. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Stop uh, so that, was, uh, that was good, though. That was yeah, fun. it was good, yeah. I stopped yeah. recording.